so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. I love the words of the latter part of Romans 6.23, The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. How beautiful a text and words that catch our attention. Truly, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let me pause here and give a thank you to our Jay Webb for his kind introductions, and you'll hear Jay through our broadcast concerning our website and concerning our free online Bible study offer. But before we do that, I also want to pause and thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you're new to our broadcast, we appreciate you giving us a try as we study the Word of God together, and we trust it will be profitable for you and to put you in a direction of which you wish to go according to God and His will. Now, consider with me also from Romans 6.23, the first part of that verse that says, The wages of sin is death. Dear friends, sin is not beautiful. It is dangerous. Its impact is lasting and harmful. Today, I want us to think about some danger signs of sin. But first, a few words about our work at International Gospel Hour. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts. Learn more of our history. Download our app. Request our free newsletter and free Bible study. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Let's continue today's study. Dear friends, let's talk about a danger sign of sin. How about its lawlessness? In 1 John 3, 4, whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Now, the meaning brought forth is one that is continually committing sin. It becomes not only a part of one's life, it is their life. They are rejecting God, and they're rejecting His will and implementing their own will. For example, consider 1 Corinthians 6, 9-11. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will enter the kingdom of God. Now listen to verse 11. And such were some of you. They had lived that life. But listen to this. But you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. How thankful we are for verse 11 to overcome the danger of sin, the lawlessness. Now, watch else what happens here. When one is continually committing sin, here's a second danger sign, and that is the bondage of sin. It entraps that person. Paul put it this way in Romans 6, beginning with verse 16. 
Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Now, Paul clearly explained that, you know, you're going to present yourself a slave to whom you obey. It's either going to be sin or it's going to be righteousness. And then he praised God and thanked God that although they were slaves of sin, they obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine. That form of doctrine, I find that an interesting phrase. And when I go back into chapter 6, I find that form or that likeness of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ is one that is dead in sin, one is buried in baptism, and one is raised to walk in newness of life. That parallels also with the gospel teaching in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. But folks, don't be deceived. A danger sign of sin, it's its bondage. When we have that lawlessness and bondage, it traps us to continue living an ungodly life. Here's a third danger sign of sin. It's penalty. Let's go back to the verse that I began the broadcast with and I looked at it into two parts, but let's put it all together. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin. What are we going to be paid for sin? How about death? That's horrible. Death is known as a separation from God. And if we live a life outside of God in Christ, the sin that we live, what a wage that will be paid. You know, I think about the horrors in reading Revelation twenty fourteen and 15. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. What a horrid penalty to pay. Now, friends you realize th this is not a pretty thing. Sin is not pretty. We cannot make sin look good. Oh, Satan will make it look good, like in Hebrews eleven twenty-five and 26, of the passing pleasures of sin. Oh, he's going to make sin look good. But when you sit down and see that it takes us away from God and from Christ with no hope, there's the lawlessness, the bondage, the penalty. Here's a fourth danger sign of sin. But, folks, it may be a danger sign, but it might be the one that will turn us. How about the guilt? You know, in Second Samuel chapter 12, when sent by the Lord, Nathan the prophet convicted David of his adultery with Bathsheba and the death of Uriah. You know, it is believed that the guilt of these sins was expressed by David in the words of Psalm 32, verses 3 through 5. David said, When I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groaning all the day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the draught of summer. Selah. I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Selah. You see, David, as a servant of God, 
under the old covenant when he finally acknowledged his sin and his guilt. That's when God made the difference. Sin will bring guilt upon us and weigh us down, and we need to rid ourselves of that guilt. I love the prophecy of Christ in Isaiah 53 and verse 10. The Bible says, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. You know, friends, we read in the Old Testament about various offerings that were made unto God, the sin offering, the wave offering, and so on, and it also mentions of the guilt offering. I am thankful that Christ was the guilt offering once for all. Although he was bruised or crushed and put him to grief, he was the guilt offering, he made his soul an offering For our sins, friends. And when I see that Christ was the guilt offering here, he was made once for all. You see, sin will bring on that guilt to where it weighs me down. Like David, when I kept silent, when I kept it in, my bones grew old. Your hand was heavy upon me. Guilt can truly weigh you and I, weigh us down. The best way to deal with the guilt, friends, is to come to Christ. You know, I remember in my local preaching many years ago, there was a kind brother that came out the door and said, Brother Archie, you just cut me up every which way. And at the end, he said, but you always gave me a band-aid to help heal me. I have people would come out and there used to be someone, boy, you wore me out with that sermon, they would say, or you really got to me. One day I looked at an individual and I said, well, look, if you'd repent and change your ways, it wouldn't bother you. And it kind of caught him by attention and we kind of laughed a little bit about it. But when you think about it, if we are weighed down with the guilt of sin, well, friends, do something about it. Repent. In Luke thirteen three, Jesus said, nay, I tell you, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. And in Acts 2, in verse 37, the Bible says they were pricked in the heart. Guilt hit them what they had done. And they realized of the lawlessness that sin is, the bondage they had, the penalty upon them. And Peter said unto them, when they asked men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit." When they changed their heart through repentance and were baptized into Christ, that's when repentance and remission of sins was preached in the name of Christ that Jesus prophesied or predicted as well in Luke 24, 44-47, and that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Dear friends, the dangers of sin. As stated, we can avoid these dangers. He takes away sin by our obedience to Him. He came to take the sin away. Matthew one twenty one. Emmanuel, God with us. John one twenty nine. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Luke 19.10. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Dear friends, turn from the lawlessness. See the danger sign? Turn from the bondage, the penalty, the guilt, and respond to the Lord in obedience to His will through simple trusting faith. A repentant heart. 
confessing Christ as the Son of God, buried with Him in baptism, added to His church, sins forgiven, and we press onward and upward. How grateful we are for this study today. Before we depart, I want to thank a beloved brother and friend of mine, Mark Posey, a creator of what he calls Sermon Starters, and I appreciate him sharing this with me and with others, and we appreciate Mark and his good work in the kingdom. Dear friends, we'll continue our studies another time. Thanks for joining me on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,